Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on the broadcast today. We're joined by John Katsalamedes. He is the daily entertainment columnist for the Las Vegas Review Journal. And boy, does he have a lot to talk about here for the whole show on all new Nevada Newsmakers. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Story County is leading Nevada. Home of the Tahoe Reno Industrial Center, Google, Tesla, Panasonic, and other world-leading companies. Story County provides thousands of tech, advanced manufacturing, and logistics careers for Nevadans. We're diversifying and driving Nevada's economy and generating millions in tax revenue and billions in economic activity across Northern Nevada. Story County is leading Nevada's future. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their home. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. Forget the weather outside, there's a blizzard of points inside the Carson Valley Inn during the 15 million points giveaways. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday, including four 1 million point winners guaranteed. And don't miss the 2 million point grand prize giveaways. It's the 15 million points giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we're delighted to welcome back to the program the Daily Entertainment columnist for the Las Vegas Review Journal, John Katsalamedes. Pleasure to have you back on the program, sir. Good to see you, Sam. All right, so I got to ask you about several events that have occurred recently that just seemed stellar beyond stellar. And the first one is the Fountain Blue F1 party. Um, that just seemed like Everybody who was anybody on the planet was there. It was, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, it was uh, the F1 experience. God, it, you know, it's funny, Sam, it seems like it was forever ago. But um, the, the F1 party uh, for Fountain Blue um, arrived at the time uh, that the Fountain Blue was about opening anyway. So it was a, it was a major event. And, and uh, the Fountain Blue has uh, since um, welcomed quite a few major parties, um, including uh, its opening party with uh, Paul Anka and Justin Timberlake. They had New Year's Eve with Post Malone. They had two parties over the Super Bowl that were hosted by Mark Davis. And they're hosting the uh, UNLV College of Fine Arts Hall of Fame uh, in a month, in, on April 2nd, actually. So they have become uh, party central 
<laughs> Fountain Blue Event Central, both in Blue Live Theater and and, and in its sixth floor uh, uh, ballroom space where they've built uh, facilities for, for shows and parties upstairs for private events. So, um, it, uh, yeah, it's become quite, it's a regal destination, no question about it. Well, it's a beautiful property, but all right, so I, I want to dig a little deeper here into that particular one, if you can recall, because uh, you're right, it's been a few weeks ago now. Um, but it just, I mean, Elaine Wynn was there. I mean, the list of top-name people that are not associated normally business-wise with the Fountain Blue, um, it, it seemed like the royalty of Las Vegas turned out. I think, I think Sammy might be talking about the... Um the party that was the night before the Super Bowl. That's the yes. one where, where I was, Elaine Wynn. Yeah, that was the Super Bowl. Um, they called it the dinner show at the Fountain Blue. I think that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, it was two different ones. But yeah, that, that, that was one. I'm sorry, that was the one with Elaine Wynn, right? That one um, had, had Jeff Soker there, all the, all the owners of the NFL franchise. This is one I attended. Um, that Lady Gaga performed. Diana yes. Ross performed at this one. Uh, Jay Leno performed at this one. Uh, Wanda Sykes was involved. <laughs> this was the Saturday before the Super Bowl. And the idea of this, what, what Fountain Blue was able to do and what they did on, on this occasion was was build uh, in their, um, I think it's called the Palace Ballroom on the sixth floor. They built a, a showroom in there for basically Super Bowl weekend. And they and Mark Davis, it was Mark Davis's idea to, to create what was like a Circus Maximus at Caesar's Palace or Copa Room at the Sands. And so we had all the all the owners and all the, you know, major figures. Um, we had Governor Lombardo there, had former Governor Sandoval there, um, Wayne Newton on hand. I talked to Jerry Jones of the Cowboys. I was sitting across from Billy Gibbons of CZ Top and, and uh, Don Felder. The Eagles were at my table. That was a kind of crowd <laughs> we were looking at, uh, at 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 this one. Then the, the night of the Super Bowl, Davis did it again, and he had a party there that was a, called the the um, Super Jam, and uh, the guitarist Orianti, uh, Cindy Blackman, Santana was out there playing. Uh, Billy Gibbons again was performing. Sheila E was in that room. It was around consecutive nights during the Super Bowl. So yeah, it, it's a it was. A, a, a lot of uh, heavy-duty celebrity and, and uh, wealth in, in the room, especially that Saturday party. There were many, many billionaires uh, in, in the, the venue that night. <laughs> Never a bad thing to be able to say. Um, now, the, the Fountain View, I, I've, I've only been in there for lunch, and it was a really quick visit, but it is a beautiful property, obviously. Um, but there have been lots of reports of, about business being a little slow there. Uh, but isn't that normal for a property that's not associated um, like Resorts World is with a whole bunch of different chains? So they had an automatic listing to be able to book rooms there. Is, is that not the issue? And because of the Coke family money, isn't that not going to be an issue going forward because they'll have time to be able to build that list? Yeah, that's that's an, an excellent point. What they're what they've been counting on is to create a destination unto itself uh, for Fountain Blue in Las Vegas, and uh, their their only existing um, partner hotel is the one their their original uh, hotel in Miami on Miami Beach. Uh, and what you have then is you need a lot of revenue, and and that buys you time to create a database of customers that you can tap into for um, repeat business in Las Vegas. 
Um, if you go back, you know, a lot of these hotels have had a period of time where business was soft after they opened. You know, I think of the, uh, the Cosmopolitan is a very good example. Um, if you remember that, it took a while for them to get to get up and running effectively. A lot of hotels didn't find their um, their uh, their groove in Las Vegas for maybe even a, up to a year. So I think that's what's happening with Fountain Blue. Um, as long as they have revenue and patience over there, I think they're going to be all right. It's a, it's a gorgeous place. It's a big place. It's not a it's not Sam the time of type of place you incidentally walk into. It's not like uh, you know where you're in the middle of the strip and you walk in, you know and you happen upon the horseshoe or or, or uh, Paris Las Vegas or the Flamingo. It's not you know pedestrians. It's not a, it's not a great pedestrian corridor. And they're going after a lot of high end customers, a high volume of high end luxury. Uh, clientele, and that's going to take time to to lure a massive amount of people to sustain the hotel over time. Um, I think what they would like, I would suggest they announce some uh, another headliner soon for Blue Live Theater. Uh, we only have Third Eye Blind, and we also have Live with um, Kelly and Mark in there for two days this week. That's going to help you know generate some activity. But I think that would be a good idea. Their their nightclub. Uh, has Calvin Harris, who's the, one of the biggest names in the uh, 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 DJ world. He's a superstar. He's got um, repeat dates through this year. And if their their restaurants are game changers. They have great food. They have great restaurants, a great culinary program, and great art. And, uh, you know, it's a very fancy place in a neighborhood that is still evolving. And uh, it's got a beach kind of theme with no ocean. And they're they're uh, trying to find <laughs> their their way that way too. But uh, I'm uh, I'm optimistic for the Fountain Blue. I think the amount of investment and the, the thought that went into that and and the, the amount of patience in running up to the opening will pay off eventually. Do you think that down the road that properties are going to have to build internal transportation so that you know because it's they're so vast that to walk from one end of the property to the other just to take a, a look at it is a half a day. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, a really good point. And because the tourism, you know, a lot of the, the tourists uh, and visitors to these hotels um, are kind of older anyway, it's a good option to have. I'll tell you a story. I went to the uh, commissioner's party, this is again over the Super Bowl, at, uh, at the Wynn, at Wynn Encore, and they had it out of their event pavilion outside of uh, Encore. And it is a fair hike from that space back to the casino. It's a long walk down that ballroom corridor at, uh, at on the Encore side of Wynn Encore. And it's a lot of time when you're at the event, standing around and walking too. When I was walking out of that event back to, I parked in the in self-parking at the Wynn, a, good, a long way away. I was walking down the long hallway and I, to my left, there were golf carts golf carts taking uh, people from the pavilion back to the casino. Like not just one, but there was a, ro a rotation of them. And I thought that is a really good idea. That was the first weekend they had done that at the win. But I, I can see, you know, maybe <laughs> some sort of mobile uh, option for, for, for customers who want to get around these places. And Fountain Blue is a very good example of that. It's wide open. Fountain Blue reminds me of... Um, you know, like you've ever been through Denver International Airport? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and internet, you know what I mean? I'm walking through there and I'm like, where's my gate? Um, 
I think that would be worth investigating at least some sort of smaller, you know, whether it's just everybody's in scooters or carts or some way, because the more mobile you are, the more commerce you can execute. Correct. You know, Absolutely. You, you can't spend a lot of money when you're lurching around the hotel, you know, That's <laughs> a, I think would pay, I think would pay off in the long run, really. Well, Jane Ann Morrison years ago when City Center was built and she did her review of it, said some seats would be nice because MGM had built this fabulous city center, but there was no way to sit. And she and her mom mm. were walking around there. And, uh, and I think they eventually put in benches because of her article in the RJ. Yeah, very good point. Yeah, they, I think sometimes you forget uh, the, about that very point. You know, this is, a, it's, this, is a, um, uh, this is a visit to a resort. It's not survival of the fittest. <laughs> and uh, again, Again, we have, you know, I'm seeing in shows, you know, I go to a lot of shows and uh, or, or even in restaurants, you know, where, wherever I'm out in at these resorts. And more and more we have we say that the, the, the visitors to Las Vegas are skewing younger generally. And that's true. But there is a, an older set that insists, uh, you know, they're still coming out here and their mobility becomes compromised. We have people, you know, in, in their 80s all the time in Las Vegas trying to you know get around to things and I go into um, venues, uh, showrooms or even um, even arenas where you know that has become an issue. The ADA, the the, the comfort of your customer, is um, is becoming a high priority and that has to be factored in. I think when you design or redesign um, a resort or resort venue. Exactly. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, more on the entertainment scene in Las Vegas after this timeout. Welcome to the Winnemucca Big R. Hi, I'm John Walker. Welcome to Big R Love Lock. Hi, I'm Rich Martin. Welcome to Fallon Big R. My name is Braden. Welcome to Big R Friendly. Hi, I'm Kelly. Welcome to Big R Sparks. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low, and our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way, because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with John Katsalamades. He is the daily entertainment columnist for the Las Vegas Review Journal, the number one read column every day in that paper around the world. So there was a celebration at Wynn uh, in the last week or so for uh, Wayne Newton. What was that like? Because I know that the Wynn folks were just really excited to put this on and pay tribute to Wayne. 
Yeah, it's very, yeah, you're right about that, Pat. They were excited. And there was a, what happened was um, Craig Billings, the, the, um, the head of, uh, of when the CEO of uh, Win Encore went to see Wayne Newton's show at the Flamingo at what used to be called Bugsy's Cabaret, which is now named Wayne Newton Theater when Wayne is in it and the Burlesque Theater when the other show, the review, the adult review is in it after him. So Wayne's been, doing, been there for a couple of years and he runs a regular residency, you know, three or four nights a week, which is, you know, three nights a week usually. So Craig goes to see Wayne about a year ago and Wayne tells the story of his career in the show. You know, and it's a pretty, it's it's really powerful to have him in the room, in an intimate setting, about 300, you know, 350, 250-seat place. And Craig comes out and he meets with Wayne afterwards. Is we have to do something for you at our hotel. We have to arm you somewhere. And Wayne says, great, I would love that. So that very simple idea, it took about, you know, roughly a year to get it all assembled and find the right way to do it and the right place to do it. And they decided on Delilah, the supper club, at, at when you know, you know, beautiful, beautifully appointed place. It's a gorgeous room. Uh, and they have nightly entertainment in there, singers, and and it's beautiful, regal again. So Wayne goes in, and he's um, now, mind you, Wayne is still a Caesar's Entertainment individual. He's under contract to perform at the Flamingo. So what they did was they just simply said, "We're going to have a dinner party and, and invite a hard hard list of, of people to come in and honor." Wayne and have some entertainment and let him sing Viva Las Vegas at the end. So that's what it was. We had uh, Mayor Goodman and Oscar Goodman gave him a proclamation making it Wayne Newton Day. Uh, you know, all the wind dignitaries were there and Wayne um, uh, was paid tribute by Kelly Clinton Holmes, got up and did something for her who's been a backup singer for Wayne for years. Her first job in the 80s was a backup singer. She was it's, it's on his um uh, part of his cast. The Bronx Wanderers, Vinny and Vincent John Adenolfi did a song. They had a band up there and the, and Wayne got to sing at the end. So it was a really unusual and organic way to honor him. There was some discussion of maybe doing a big red carpet event and making it a, big, a huge deal. And they decided to just have the event and, and um, nod to Wayne that way. And the hotel had never done that before. And uh, he was really touched by it. Wayne really thought it was a, you know, it was a, a very important item in his career. And Wayne has generally been in huge high demand over the past several months, you know, as you know, with all the events we've had here. So that was, uh, yeah, one of the great nights we've had here, actually. Um, have you caught, because I know it just started airing last night, um, the CNN um, story of Las Vegas series that they just kicked off. Did you get a chance to see the first episode? I watched episode? the first episode last night, yes. Oh, okay. What did you think of that? Um, I thought it was, um, I had a few thoughts about it. I thought, I love the archival footage and the audio that they captured. I like those, you know, you know reliving the past. They, they went and they're going in chronological order, of course. You know, this is the beginning of it. It was the you know, an old wild west town and, and the very uh, beginning of the city is, is charted. Um, I think it is a good place to, to keep our history of Las Vegas together in a very um, accurate and responsible way. It's pretty entertaining. Um, I can't say that living here as long as I have, I, there was any ground broken that I, you know, there's nothing in there that I that was new to me, but I think it's a good place for people who are outside of Las Vegas to, to learn about the city. 
and I like the voices in it, you know, with Michael Green in there, David Schwartz is part of it. You know, the historians of the city, Wayne, is is in in it. Um, you know, a number of people, my my colleague Mike Weatherford, is, and I was glad to see him speaking about the Rat Pack. Uh, you know, Wayne, um, uh, Mike spent a long time at the at the RJ himself. Um, we'll see. I just think it's a it's a good uh, way to learn about the city and be entertained at the same time. And I think it'll be good for Las Vegas. I'd li I would like to have seen it actually timed earlier when you know maybe around the F1 time or when the Super Bowl was running up. You know, to kind of because we're, you know, this seems a little bit after the fact and one of our hottest periods ever in the city. But I don't know if, they, if they're, if they're going to even uh, include that that information in the series. I don't know when it was recorded, but uh, I liked it. I like that CNN is doing it, and it's just another way for Las Vegas to get its uh, its image out there to the world. One of the things that surprised me, um, I knew about the Moulin Rouge. But I was surprised mm -hmm. it was only open for six months. I didn't realize mm -hmm. that it collapsed financially at the end of only six months. Yeah, that's that's really when we were when I was actually we did a, a an anniversary story about the Moulin Rouge years ago when I was at the Sun, and I learned about it then. And I was like, "Are you sure?" The, it seems like it would have been open for years. The, the impact that it had and the and the legacy that it left. But yeah, a six month run and. That was something that was interesting that they couldn't get the financing to get it out of that first six months because uh, who knows what would have happened. But um, yeah, it certainly was is, a, is an icon of Las Vegas, even just in that one, that, that very brief period. It could have changed the entire face of the, uh, the historic West Side if it had survived. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I drive by there a lot, you know, that site when I go into the office. And it would have, you know, now they're trying to replicate the vibe of the Moulin Rouge in a lot of places today, you know, at classic Las Vegas. I just imagine what a, what a resort would be like on that, on uh, Bonanza Road where it was located uh, here. You know, I live near there and uh, it would have done a lot to gentrify that area a lot. That's a, that's a very challenged area today. Uh, the Moulin Rouge itself has been completely taken down. The sign is at the Neon Boneyard now. And uh, yeah, what would have been, right? It, it, it's a it's kind of a missed opportunity historically for us. Yeah, to say the least. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, more on Las Vegas entertainment after this timeout. Safety is the number one priority for the trucking industry. Over $7 billion a year is spent on technology like this electronic eye that will apply the brakes automatically. But the most important factor for safety is the truck driver. These hardworking men and women who safely move over 70% of our nation's freight and 94% of Nevada's. We thank you because trucks move America forward. Pro Group Management offers workers' comp services to a growing number of industries. As businesses grow and change with the times, the need for a solid workers' comp program must be flexible and up-to-date. The evolving nature of regulations can make staying ahead of complex tasks challenging. But Pro Group Management simplifies the work so your industry can move forward and succeed. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy? Enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail. 
We help it grow. And we mean business. R-A-N-N-V dot org. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with John Katsalamides. He is the daily entertainment columnist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. The Sphere. This has become the most iconic thing um, ever. I mean, you know, we've seen lots of iconic things from the Mirage Volcano to Luxor in its day, etc. But The Sphere is just unbelievable. Yeah, you're right. It's still the talk of the town, you know, uh, uh, having opened in September with the U2 show. It's still front and center. And, and when I'm asked about Las Vegas, when I leave Las Vegas and I'm asked about Las Vegas, that's usually the thing that they ask about first is the sphere. Have you been to the sphere? And uh, I don't know what to say other than uh, it, it's it's kind of mind blowing. It's changed not only our landscape, but but what we can offer in terms of of in of uh, Ancillary entertainment and entertainment being produced inside it is it's truly a remarkable place. I can't wait to get back in there. And, uh, you know, they've got I, I'm, that's another place. I hope they announce another show here pretty soon. Uh, but we have you two closing out this weekend, March uh, on uh, Friday and Saturday. And then we have um, Dead and Company and Fish are the next two acts, uh, bands to come in and a postcard from Earth. The uh, theatrical show which is actually the way to see the sphere in its full blossom yes so they use everything i would i recommend seeing the sphere to anybody see postcard uh, first you know to really get an idea and then you can go and watch your, your favorite music act if you can get into it uh, at some other point but uh, yeah I, I don't know what it's changed our skyline it's changed our what we can do in terms of uh uh drawing um uh, entertainment to las vegas it's just another big thing that we offer and uh I'm, I'm impressed by it. I was exceeded my expectations, that's for sure. Um, we will be down in Las Vegas taping in May. I hope to see you then, my friend, and I will look forward to it. Thank you so much, as always, for doing this. Anytime, Sam. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Thank you, and we'll be right back. We're at Tamarack Casino at Nevada Steak with Chef Mike Mahoney. You have fabulous food here. This halibut is extraordinary. The halibut was awesome. It was fun to cook. You get a nice sear on top, and then we base that with a little bit of butter and garlic and herbs and stuff. It's, it's fabulous. It's a lot of butter. It and is. it looks really good, and it tastes even better. I'm trying this, which is the crab cake. You've got this crispy coating on the outside. What is that? Actually, that's cornflakes. Huh? Cornflakes. Really? Yes, sir. It, the crispiness of the cornflake just adds more crispiness to the already, you know, crispy crab cake. It's, it's awesome. It's my favorite, and I'm a crab cake fanatic. Okay, this I just tried for the first time. It's ahi tuna mm -hmm. in a whole different way. Ahi tuna, it's a tuna tartare. It's ground up. Uh, we mix it with a little bit of spicy mayo, a little avocado puree, and our house-made ponzu sauce in there as well. It tastes to me like sushi without the rice. It's, it's got all the flavorings, but it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. All right, ribeye steak. Ribeye steak, classic. Harris Ranch, certified Angus beef. You can't go wrong with a good steak here. Uh, no, and that ribeye is particularly good. Um, again, we tried that earlier. Mm -hmm. It is fabulous. The wedge salad. Um, I love a wedge salad that comes with a giant hunk of bacon on it. So you've got healthy and you've got bacon. A little bit of indulgence. Wrong? Yeah, a little indulge. Uh, what's great about this one is the bacon is cooked fresh to order for every single salad. So it's nice and hot. Folks, you've got to come to Tamarack, the casino in South Reno, 
It is a fabulous place to begin with. It's made even more fabulous by Nevada Steak and your great food. Thank you for inviting us. And we will be coming back over and over because I'm in love with this tuna. I'm in love with the crab cake. Well, the ribeye's pretty, well, the halibut. It's all good, folks. Just about everything. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcast. We'll see you on the next broadcast.